having peace doesn't mean there's an absence of circumstances or challenges. In fact, it means that you feel peace even within that circumstance. Hi there, it's Ugo here, the Eagle, your Chief Encouraging Officer, and welcome to my podcast, Unleash the Eagle Within You. This podcast is aimed at encouraging you, equipping you, and helping you unleash your inner strength, your courage, and your power and purpose so that you can begin to soar as the eagle that you are. I am so happy to be back. And today we will be talking about me coming back after almost six months of break. Okay, so I'm just going to be frank today. Today is being authentic. I'm going to be as much authentic that I can with you and just share with you from my heart. Um, first of all, I want to shout out to me. Today's my birthday. <laughs> and I'm sure you're going to listen to this um, over and over. But today's the 5th of July and it is the day that I decided to make my entrance, my grand entrance into this beautiful world. So I'm very grateful, very, very, very happy and grateful for this opportunity. But I thought today was the best day to come back and almost reconnect with what I love to do the most. And I love podcasting. I love sharing views. I love studying books and coming to share it with you. I love just honing into the things that I love. But for some reason, for the past six months, I haven't been on my, I would say my best form in terms of coming here and sharing. I've not been here and I've not literally felt like coming to do any podcast so it wasn't like anything happened it was just the feelings and I was doing so many other things which I'll share with you but I just didn't feel like I was ready to come on my podcast and be vulnerable or share I just talk to my mic but I knew I'd come back because there's something about when you do something you love and do something that it isn't a chore, it will pull you back. It would have the way to pull you back. And I would say I've been staring at this beautiful mic of mine that I bought ages ago and I keep looking at it thinking, I want to use it again. I want to come back. I want to speak. I want to talk. I want to be on my podcast. So I'm so happy to be back. And I I'm hoping to not go off again, (laughs) but if I do, just know that it is because sometimes I need to go get some air and come back, but I'm always going to be doing this. It's not going to change. It's not going anywhere. It's always going to be here. So welcome to my podcast. (laughs) So what am I going to be talking about? First of all, I want to say that Apart from not being on this podcast, I've been doing so many other things. I've been live and um, sharing a lot on social media. So if you follow me on Instagram, I'm on Facebook, um, I'm on LinkedIn. I've been sharing on those channels and they've been a bit easier because I could just put it out there and um, probably go out and not focus on it. But podcast seems to be something that... um, I'm more emotionally vested to uh, or invested in. I think about what I'm going to say. I always want to be authentic. 
I always want to speak from my heart. So coming here and sharing with you is important that I'm coming with a full cup. And on that note, I am back with a full cup. (laughs) I am back here to share with you, to encourage you, to uplift you, to equip you so that you can begin to unleash the eagle within you, that eagle, that essence of who you are, that very big thing that you carry, that courage, the power, the strength that you possess, but you don't see it yet. Or some of you do see it, but you're not utilizing it to the full capacity and the full potential. And that's what I'm here to talk about. So first of all, what have I been up to, you might ask. So in um, February, I think I was here last in January. So yeah, it's been six months, but I know it's for a good reason. So um, don't worry about it. I'm not going away. I'm here with you guys. Um, So in February, I was away and um, I wasn't on the podcast, but I was working on social media. I was doing lots of um, webinar calls and I was doing workshop and it was about dreams. I was so big on dreams. I wanted to talk about dreaming big because there was something about dreams that called me into that territory. And so I had workshop on dreams. Um, and I can talk about that later, but I had lots of workshop on dreams. I shared, um, tools that people could use to tap into that dream. Some people, I talked about had dreams that they haven't tapped into. And some I talked about the dreams that they they've neglected for so long because they haven't focused on that. And some dreams are just not being not been seen, you know. So a lot of it was encouraging people to begin to dream big. And it was a dream big webinar. And I talked about this dream big for a while. I talked about it. I went away, I went to Nigeria. Um, and I talked to there as well. I had a workshop. How do I mean? I had a workshop in Nigeria and, um, yeah, I talked about dream big. Um, and I had a workshop, live workshop also, um, in the UK. And I've been working really hard to encourage people to dream big as usual. And so we went from that to, I suddenly realizing that the more we talked about dreams, people started to really feel anxiety and the aspect that some people didn't know what their dreams were some people thought old dreams had to be a big in terms of 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 size and dreams had to be a different shape and people were really bogged down in this and I felt that energy and so I went on to started to talk about inner peace so if you followed me you'd realize that I had an inner peace challenge which ended at the end of June. Okay. That was phenomenal because I talked for 21 days, straight 21 days. I shared different things on inner peace. Let me share some of them with you. The inner peace challenge was phenomenal. It changed me first of all, right? And one of the things I noticed is every time I'm doing anything, either a workshop, a seminar, a challenge, whatever it is, it is first for me. Okay. So I never come here like, Oh, I'm perfect. No, I'm not. I'm a working progress. We are all work in progress. Do you hear that? Work in progress. But when you realize that you're a work in progress, 
sometimes you give yourself grace. You give yourself, you cut yourself some slack. You say to myself, I'm not expected to be perfect. No way am I expected to be perfect because perfection doesn't exist. Okay. Perfection does not exist. I know that we've been told that practice makes perfect. And a lot of us believe that, but practice doesn't make perfect. Yes. It, it makes you master something but mastery is not perfection because in mastery, you keep mastering to get better. Okay. So I'm in the full notion that we're here to master things, but in mastering, it means you're, you're almost honing in on your craft daily. And so one of the key things I try to do is learn as long as, as, as much as I'm teaching, because when you teach, you learn, that is the trick. Okay. And so in my inner peace challenge to me, discussed about tools that could help us cultivate inner peace so the key tools that i shared were meditation a lot of you know i love that so i'm coming back with a lot of meditations that i'm going to share with you so i'm going to record some meditation and share that with you so there was meditation that was uh, with I, i shared tools on visualization which is my go-to i love visualization um meditation visualization gratitude gratitude is just something that has been big for me you know i spent time in the uh, in the dream big challenge talking about just being in gratitude so gratitude and the last was affirmations affirmations have been amazing and phenomenal i've used them to grow myself personally i've used them with the clients i've worked with i've used them just on my social channels just sharing them so every day i came in for 21 days and i talked about this challenge to be in peace and some of the challenges we talked about first of all what was inner peace inner peace means a state of calmness harmony contentment that arises from within it is a state that you can actually have full control over. It is not dependent on any external circumstances or absence of any challenges. Okay. So that was important for me to explain here as well. But when I, when I took 21 days with my, uh, you know, people who were on my mailing list, I'm going to put the link if you want to join the mailing list so that you can always get all of my content. Um, I talked about the fact that having peace doesn't mean there's an absence of circumstances or challenges. In fact, it means that you feel peace even within that circumstance. You feel peace even within that challenge. The circumstances cannot change. We cannot change them. Some of them we can, yes. Some of them it's something within our power. But the ones that we cannot change, we can affect just instill peace within us be in a state of peace in a state of um, calmness in a state of harmony and that is a place that i want all of us to be because that's a place that i love to be being able to come out and feel the air you know go out for a breath uh, of fresh air but just knowing that in all things everything is working out for my good um It comes from a place of inner stillness and acceptance. And this would obviously link to where I'm going to explain that my pod, uh, I'm going to be sharing for the next couple of weeks on my podcast. But 
inner stillness and acceptance is big for me because I realize that that lacks, we all like that. I will be honest. Sometimes I struggle with accepting certain things about myself, but when we begin to accept everything, and I mean our totality, the part that we love about us, the part that we don't love, the part that we want to change, the part that we are slow to change, the part that we are still struggling. When we accept every component that makes who we are, we will go into a state of stillness and peace and calm and harmony, even without realizing. It becomes a default response. And so I talked about it in my Inner Peace Challenge, which I'm happy to share. Um, I probably will bring it back on the podcast later on. I will go through the different inner peace that I talked about, the, the 21 different inner peace and how to instill that. But inner peace allows us to navigate life's ups and downs with grace and resilience, maintaining a sense of centeredness and just well-being. I know that the world, the word well-being is such a big word right now and everyone is talking about it and I feel that the need to talk about it is 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 greater than it's ever been because humanities or we as humans we are at this trajectory that we are so far gone with evolution the way we're thinking the way we're working but in that same capacity in that same strength in that same direction we're going we're almost causing a parallel state of our well-being right where we're not taking care of ourselves enough we're not looking out for our mental well-being our physical well-being our psychological well-being our social well-being you know a lot of it has just been on let's go 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 and it is beginning to almost hinder us or should I say it is causing some issues which I feel that if we can be present in our peace or if we can think about peace as a state of default we would automatically have a holistic well-being we will begin to reduce our stress uh, and that's what inner peace does inner peace reduces the stress and acts as a buffer against stress Um, you're managing in terms of managing situations that are stressful for you. It also helps us to navigate life with greater ease and clarity. When I talk about ease and clarity, I'm talking about the fact that you're figuring things out, but you're in a place of ease and that things are clear to you, that things are beginning to make sense to you. And in order for you to attain that or in order for us to attain that, We have to actually be in another state and that is the state of inner peace. I also talked about how inner peace improves our mental health. You know, inner peace promotes our emotional stability and inner peace creates this self-awareness that supports our mental clarity and reduces a lot of anxiety and depression and stress, right? Stress and depression has been two major words that has been a big factor in making sure that people begin to take 
their well-being seriously because the numbers have skyrocketed people are feeling more depressed than ever even if we've got more things that are here to help us right how ironic is it that we've got technology we've got robotics we've got all of these things that are here to make our lives better but yet we're we've got the highest almost the highest number of depression right now in our in our time so it does seem like we do need to sometimes take a slack back like i did just take some time off air but more importantly looking to create that inner peace right inner peace would 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 making sure that we're putting our, our health first improving our mental health our mental capacity and just looking out for our total well-being now another benefit of inner peace that i discussed with my group was that it enhances relationship and um, when you're at peace with yourself you bring a sense of calm understanding to your relationship and you're fostering deeper connections and more meaningful connection interactions or connections now that is not just with other people but with yourself first of all i think that the most important relationship that we must have as individuals is with one ourselves number one because if you don't understand yourself and this this comes down to me as well right if i don't understand myself very well how do i un, how do i expect other people to understand me you've got to first navigate yourself you've got to first understand your territory you've got to first understand who you are you need to know what makes you tick what does it make you tick what do you love what you don't love what you like what you don't like you know and once you foster that deep relationship with yourself and i'm talking about a relationship that transcends your physical being but also the relationship with your inner being understanding your spirit your soul and your body it creates this alignment and once you have an alignment within yourself then you're going to be at peace with yourself peace is just going to be nothing but second nature to you but the problem that we face as individuals is not learning to align not learning to foster that relationship some people feel lonely and then they want to use relationship with other people to fill that void whereas that is the time to look within some people are in some relationships but they've not even given time to foster their relationship with themselves and i'm i would explain that even as a married woman or what you know sometimes married people do not actually find time for themselves yeah right or mothers i i i'm speaking to the mothers right now but we don't find time for ourselves we give everybody else we give out of our cup constantly and there is absolutely nothing for us left and so we are almost pouring out of an empty cup no wonder we are almost struggling sometimes right but if we learn to foster the number one relationship with i me you as fast then the relationship with others become almost seamless right because it becomes the mirror you people then mirror you because whatever you give out is what you receive the law of attraction if you believe in that but i do believe in the law of attraction and i know that whatever you would that 
thought that you hold about yourself is what you receive back. Um, another reason why inner peace is important is increases resilience. Inner peace equips you and equips us so that we can become resourceful, very resourceful to be able to bounce back from any setback and adapt to change or anything that life throws at us and being optimistic, right? And life will throw things at us, right? It is not going to be easy. No one has ever gone through life and said, oh, it was easy. No, they're challenges. And that's what makes life fun, right? Yes, to an extent, it can be annoying. It can be challenging when you're going through things and you're feeling it. You know, the emotions of sadness, grief, loss, frustration, anger. They're not very comfortable emotions. I know that. I get that. But guess what? Those emotions do not stay with you forever. They change because emotions is movement in motion. It is movement of your energy. It is energy in motion right and that means that we move our emotions or our emotions move they move they become fluid they run they they change because you can't constantly have the same emotion but if we're resilient to know that okay i'm not in the right state of mind right now i'm not feeling happy i'm feeling sad i'm not feeling you know the way i want to feel but it's okay i will move this emotion or this emotion will move in no time then we start to stay in a place of peace. And that's how it works. You know, another reason that inner peace is such an important act and challenge is that it heightens our self-awareness. Inner peace invites us to have a self-reflection and to have introspection of what is going on within us, right? Allowing us to gain a deeper understanding of who we are, what we are, why we are. Those are the key questions I would usually ask people when I'm working with them. I would ask them three key questions. I would say, do you know who you are? Do you know what you are? Do you know why you are? Then I've got two bonus questions. I want to ask you, where are you and where are you going? Because if you know these key questions about yourself, then you already have the blueprint. You already have the blueprint and the map out of you. The map for your life to where you're going, who you're becoming, what you are, why you are here, what you're trying to gain, what you're doing, and your whys. Those are phenomenal questions. And they're questions we ask ourselves daily. They're questions we're supposed to ask ourselves daily. And so I went on to talk about cultivating inner peace for mindfulness, right? Understanding that when we're observing our thoughts and our emotions and sensations without judgment, without criticism, without um, um, negative thoughts or just being so hurtful to ourselves, We become mindful to what we bring to us, mindful to what others bring to us, right? We start being able to sift and surf and say, okay, what's mine and what's other people's? We're understanding the state that when you're in a state of peace and clarity, it makes you stay in a state of inner peace, fulfillment, calmness, and harmony. 
those were the things I shared during my inner peace challenge and I'm happy to talk about them maybe as I get back into the full swing of things with my podcast now what are the key tools that I I talked about first of all meditation right and I'm going to show a lot of meditation in the future but let me explain what meditation does meditation engages when you engage in meditation it quietens your mind it cultivates an inner stillness and it connects you with your inner essence that is powerful when you regularly meditate you're constantly bringing your mind to your own control and management putting your mind in a state of peace and well and and, and stillness regular meditation practice strengthens your ability to find peace even in the chaos even in the busyness i will not start my day without meditation i'm not kidding i will not get out until i meditate and even within the day when i'm starting to feel like the day is beginning to take you know so much and um, a lot's happening i start to meditate not just because a lot's happening, but if I feel that my mind is so busy and I feel the inner chatter is beginning, the inner dialogue that we all have is beginning to be overwhelming with so much going on, I will take myself out of the situation I'm in and go to a quiet place and sit for five, 10 minutes. It is powerful. I always meditate before I see every client or any patient that I'm working with as a Um, psychodynamic therapist in training i also always see um, before i see my clients when i'm coaching i will meditate because i need to be present for them and i need that mind to be still so meditation is a powerful tool and it is something that we all need to learn to incorporate into our day another thing is self-care right i love self-care But I began to realize that we think self-care or when I think of self-care, I think of it as a uh, indulgence. You know, I'm indulging in something that I shouldn't and I'm overindulging, but it is wrong. Self-care is as important as any other care. It's like medical care. If you've got to look after your health, you've got to take care of your body. You've got to take care of yourself prioritizing self-care activities that nourishes your body and mind and soul is phenomenally important this just means you're engaging more in hobbies that you love things that would ignite your passion things that would ignite your soul things that would awaken the very essence of who you are i love spending time going for walks in the forest for example And that's because there is so much peace just walking in just quiet, not hearing noise, just hearing the birds, you know, chip away, just seeing just nothing and just admiring the trees in the forest. And that's for me, self-care. Practicing relaxation techniques has been phenomenal. Um, One of the key things that I will share with you coming in my next uh, recording will be how we could breathe Yes, I know you're thinking that we're breathing right now as I'm talking to you and you're listening to me. But that's not breathing. I'm talking about deep breathing. Taking time to take in breaths in. 
let them out. They create a sense of peace like no other. Seeking support from loved ones. Some of us have that support and some don't have that support. I'm very aware of it. But knowing that you are not alone, looking for support, looking for a coach, looking for a mentor, looking for someone who you can that can support you, even a therapist is part of self-care. Another tool that I talked about is gratitude. Learning to foster gratitude as a practice is great. It will shift your focus from outwards, all the things that are happening around you, to inwards. It brings you inside. It changes your perspective from negative to positive, getting you to focus on the positive aspects of life so that you can begin to express gratitude and cultivate a sense of contentment. And this opens your heart to joy and peace. Do you not feel how important gratitude is? Gratitude, it's my secret. I'm always in gratitude. Even if things are not working, I'm like, thank you. Because I know if there's a problem, there must be a solution. And because there is a problem right now, there is already a parallel solution. Because we do live in parallel worlds where there is problems and there is solution immediately. The problem will not come without the solution already be there. Is just for us to be able to see it. So gratitude helps us to focus on the solution, not the problem. Have you noticed that, and I've noticed this, when I'm going through issues or challenges, like I call them, and experiences, because everything's different experience. When I'm going through different experiences, but I remove my focus from what's not happening to me and happening for me, to what's happening for me, right? Noticing that everything is happening for my good. The good, the bad, the ugly, the in-between. It's all happening for my good. Once I can move my focus into that part, everything just lights up. It becomes clearer. The weight's off my shoulders. And it's just all amazing feeling. And gratitude does this for us. The last tool that I shared was in letting go. And this is a practice that I had to practice this morning, right? And we have to practice this every day. It is learning to let go. Letting go of attachments. Letting go of expectations. Letting go of the need to control circumstances that are happening around us. And just embrace acceptance of the present Embrace acceptance of what's happening now in the present moment and surrendering to the flow of life. I've talked about this in the last episodes that I've had and I've talked about letting go and letting God, learning to just go with the flow. This creates inner peace. Sometimes we are holding on to things that we have no control over Sometimes we're holding onto things that do not even in any way empower us, but we're holding onto it, right? I I recently was having a discussion with my supervisor, who is also a therapist, and she said, when certain things happen to us when we're younger, we continue to beat ourselves, right? 
even 40 years down the line, 50 years down the line, 30 years down the line, we're constantly still beating ourselves over it. So who, who else is causing you that pain? Not the person that did it in the first time because the person is long gone. You find that whatever's happened to us many years ago that we still hold on to consciously and unconsciously, we realize that we are constantly now in the present replaying that. And while you replay it, if is it as where that you're redoing that act to yourself. So let me take for instance, right? Someone got hurt in the past due to whatever circumstance. Now the person who caused the hurt is no longer in your life because you've moved on or they're not even able to cause you that hurt. But you constantly hold on to it. And it is valid. I always say this when I work in people. Your pain is valid. Your anger is valid. Your loss is valid. Your frustration is valid. Your sadness is valid. Your inability to be happy sometimes is valid. All those emotions that you're going through are valid. But what's not okay is to continue perpetrating that pain on yourself. Is to continue hating yourself. Is to continue hurting yourself based on what someone had done to you many years ago. So learning to let go is an act of self-love. Learning to let go is a practice that brings you inner peace. Learning to let go is not because the person deserves it or whoever's hurt you deserve it or that situation deserves it, but because you right now deserve it. You right now deserve to feel peace, deserve to be in a place of peace and alignment with your spirit, your soul and your body. And so those were the things I talked about within my inner peace challenge for 21 days, which I will take each day later on and we can go through them. Um, But this month of July, I have been drawn to talk about something totally different. And that is inner child. Understanding inner child and what that means. And I will share more on this. But inner child is an aspect of our psyche and emotions and memories that we carry within us into adulthood. And I came to this inner child ideology because when I was going through the inner peace challenge, when I talked to some people who were on the challenge with me, They were not able to tap into their full peace and potential because of certain things that had happened to them many years ago. I sat down with a few of my clients and friends and people who were part of this challenge. We met up and we talked about what would be the best way to be able to tap into our inner peace. And that was being able to call some memories back, memories from the past, learning to almost treat it as it were and that is a work that I've been working with some of my clients doing the work with them and deep healing inner child healing doesn't happen in a day doesn't happen in a year it doesn't happen in a month it happens over time learning to be patient as you work through this knowing that some of this 
deep-rooted traumas or pains that you're going through or I'm going through or what we're going through has not been caused by anything that you've done. It's done. It's got nothing to do with what you've done, but for you to understand that some situations that we have gone through as children do affect us in our adulthood. So what is this inner child? Inner child is a psychological concept that represents the childlike aspects of our psyche, our emotions and our memories that we carry into adulthood. It is referring to the part of ourselves that we holds on these early experiences, our beliefs of childhood. Uh, this inner child is formed during our early development years right and it's typically between our infancy stage to early adolescence so infancy to early adolescence we have been cared for by our caregivers you know our parents mother you know father but also we're absorbing so many things around our environment right and all of these things create our experiences as children our early experiences they create our beliefs and they create our emotions that we have from childhood now you would say but what has inner child got to do with inner peace think about it they're both within you they're both still existing and the boat need to be confronted in order to access your peace you've got to access what have what you have within you our inner child is formed during our development years like i said but typically from our early uh, infancy and um, from our infancy to early adolescence and what it does is during that time it represents our innocence our vulnerability our curiosity our spontaneity and just all well who we are and this inner child is associated with qualities such as playfulness our creativity our joy our curiosity our ability to just experience the world in such wonder and in such amazement but certain things happen during our childhood a lot of it we get locked up some we remember during um, adulthood some we don't some we've carried from like even generations right some unresolved wounds unresolved trauma and sometimes our unmet um, childhood expectations which we all have right as children there's some expectations that we probably had an example could be i remembered when i was younger i'd always wanted to ride a bicycle but i couldn't my, my you know we couldn't afford a bicycle at the time but for me it was a case of that was a need that needed to be met but i couldn't it wasn't met and so as i got got older i realized how much not resentment but i held that to as my caregivers my parents and i thought why couldn't you buy me a bicycle because a child at that age who is trying to ride a bicycle just wants to ride the bicycle doesn't understand what that means that the parent has to afford it it must cost certain amount of money or just all well the financial situation of the parent that the child is not understanding so these are unmet needs 
that do come out during our adulthood. And so for the month of July, I will be going into inner child. Inner child, what does that mean? How to heal your inner child? What you can do to begin to almost tap into that inner child, to bring out that playfulness again, so that you can get in tune with creativity, with joy that already lies within you, that is so locked up. The inner child can carry so much unresolved traumas, wounds and unmet needs from childhood. And these can experience, these experiences can actually be in the form of neglect, abandonment, abuse and challenges that we just couldn't understand, right? Circumstances. But when these wounds are left unaddressed, they influence a lot of our thoughts, our emotions, our behaviours relationship we have with ourselves and with others so in other for us to access full inner peace we've got to heal the inner child and so in july i'm going to be taking you through processes of how to begin to almost get in tune with it remember this is just here i'm only here to equip you to be able to become the best version of yourself i'm not in any way giving you any professional advice but I'm here to encourage you to learn to be the best version to unleash that eagle within you so that you can begin to soar so if there is an unresolved trauma or neglect or abandonment or abuse that is in your way then it's important that we begin to get in tune with it so that we can begin to heal from it because when we address things like that we begin to move from it So working with our inner child is just recognizing and acknowledging the presence of the childlike that is still within us. I always say this, when you grow older, where do you think the child has gone? The child hasn't gone anywhere. The child is still within you. We all carry our child with us. We all carry the child that we were within us. We've just grown grown on top of that, but that child is still inside of us. It hasn't gone anywhere. So if that child needs pay, um, healing from pain or nurturing that he didn't get or providing care, that is part of well-being and that is part of healing and that is part of you almost putting yourself first. Okay. And so as I wrap up my welcome today podcast, I will be talking a bit more on inner child. Um, I will share more on my inner peace challenge later with you but on this note it's been amazing thank you for listening and it is always a pleasure to come back here like you can see i've enjoyed talking to you for this long and if you listen to me at all and if you want to connect with me then please send me an email to info at ugo info at ugochijutomi.com i'm expecting emails your comments your feedback what you liked what you would want to hear me talk about what you would want me to teach you on i've been reading a lot of books i'm happy to share my books with you books that have transformed me this year journals that i have read papers that have been written by psychologists that has been phenomenal i'm so happy to share all of that with you but please connect with me so until i see you next week or in the future whatever i remain your chief encouraging officer and i love you stay blessed stay encouraged and i'll see you soon bye
Thank you.